As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Connected to Business Wrap. Find us online at businesswrap.biz. On Twitter, using handle AskBizWrap. And on Facebook, just search Business Wrap. And now, be insured with Luke Mardigan, presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. Hello, and thank you for listening. My name is Luke Mardigan, and you are listening to Be Insured, a show where we discuss a variety of topics related to insurance, business, and leadership so you can stay protected while growing a thriving business. Buying or selling a business can be a complicated process. And in part one of this series, we're talking about how to prepare your business to sell. I'm sorry, part two, we're talking about how to sell. And today we're talking about how to purchase businesses. I am here with my co-host. Eric Gastring, the Martigan Agency Farm Bureau. And some awesome guests. Jessica Starks with Transworld Business Advisors. And I'm Mike Mudry with 601 Restaurant. David Williams, I'm attorney at Bosenbrook Williams in East Lansing. Thank you all for joining us. I know that all of you have a great deal of experience with the transactions related to buying and selling businesses. Uh, Mike, you recently purchased a business, from my understanding. Can you let us know why you chose to purchase your business and what that process was like for you? Yeah, absolutely. My uh, my wife and I um, have a business called 601 Investments that primarily invests in real estate in the local area. And about a year ago, we were looking for something kind of in the retail space or commercial space that could we could get involved with the community a little community a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so we found Jessica, who had a uh, an interesting restaurant to buy, and it seemed like a great opportunity and something that our whole family could kind of revolve around. That's awesome. So, what was that process like for you? You know, from the first moment you and your wife go, "Hey, let's buy something where we're more involved in the community," to now you're owning a business. Uh, initially we thought we were crazy for doing it and yeah. every once in a while we still think we're yeah, crazy right, exactly. for doing that. And we all do too. Um, so. but Jessica having kind of tr- advisors on your side was extremely helpful. Yeah. So, uh, Jessica walked us through the process. Well, um, we had a great attorney that walked us through the process. So it was, there was a lot of things that we didn't know, a lot of unknown unknowns, if you will. Um, but it was pretty smooth. Once you get going, it, it kind of goes from an idea into a real thing. And next thing you know, you're signing the, signing the 
papers and taking over the place. So it was good. Way more exciting than buying a house and also way scarier. It's also very similar though. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept reminding myself that it's basically the same thing. You put it under contract, you do yeah. due yeah. diligence, you kind of cross all your T's and dot your I's. Uh, then you move to the point where you're ready to move in. Yeah. And I think what you, you touched on was so important that having a team of advisors really keeps you from going into the, to the weeds. Um, and I've always been taught attorney, CPA, and insurance person um, are the you know three core people that you want on your team to advise you and point you in the right directions and and help you really at the end of the day it's weighing the risk right you know the due diligence is figuring out whether the risk is worth your time um, so Jessica helping clients buy sell business is kind of your world that's what you do full time that is your business uh, what quality what qualities does a seller look for in a buyer the seller has their baby that they're trying to sell and transition to another buyer. And so they're really concerned that their employees are taken care of, that they're going to remain, that their customers are going to be taken care of. So they want to make sure they have the skill set, they have a relationship that they feel that they can transition with. So to, to go back, are, do uh, most of your clients, are they sellers or buyers? I work with a lot of them. I mean, I initially have a seller as my client. Right. and that, then, That's kind of what triggers the process. Yeah. Right. And then I'm seeking out a buyer for them. Right. Um, so I've had a ton of buyers before we find the right buyer. Um, some buyers are just, you know, using it as a hobby to search other businesses. And then you find your serious buyers and then you really work through that process to introduce them, educate them, and then eventually due diligence to a close. That's, that's an exciting process. Mm -hmm. um, how do what kind of qualities do you look in uh, for the buyer? when you're trying to decide whether you want to go with them. So you said some are ready and serious. What kind of things do those type of clients do? Those type of clients will have a background that kind of leads them. Like I never thought I'd be a business broker. I have a commercial banking background and accounting background and where life takes us is from our experiences and what we, you know, are accustomed to through our lives. So I think just having good business acumen or willing and eagerness to learn and to care for your customers, employees, I think are key. One of the things that, if, Luke, if you don't mind, yeah, that right. I noticed when we went through the process, if you're buying a house, you put an offer in, they say, great, let's, let's move forward. Uh, I told Jessica, I was interested in the process and she wanted to talk to me and get to know me before yeah, I did anything. So it was very different than buying a house in that. In that it way. sounds like she takes the relationship serious. Oh yeah. That's number one. Yeah. If you don't have a relationship with buyers and sellers, if they don't have a relationship, yeah. then we can't get to and close. And you're building that between the buyer and seller, which is huge. Yeah, yep. but sometimes there's troubles. Yeah. You know, if they're going to disagree, there's always going to be some sticking point through the process, and that is where I can also help. So sticking points. I think of sticking points, and I think probably an attorney is going to get involved. So, David, I, I always tell clients, if, if you're purchasing a business, looking at selling, get me involved as early as possible because um, at the very least we can look at – they're going to look at the insurance. So at the very least, we can look at it, make sure we're getting the best deal and the right coverages. At what point are you getting involved? Uh, I, I like to get involved as early as possible. I, I can't tell you how many times I've got the call where somebody says, hey, Dave, I signed a contract. Can you review it? Yeah. And at that point, it's a little too late. You know, yeah. there's going to be things we can do throughout the due diligence process and they need guidance there. So it's, it's never too late, but I do like to get that call as soon as possible. Yeah. So inception of the idea. I'm thinking about buying a business. I mean, thankfully, I have a relationship with you, David. I also have a good relationship with John Mashney at Foster Swift. And I'm going to hit you guys up and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Do you want to have a conversation about it? And this, that 
process, just that initial conversation gives you such a stronger foundation than going blindly into the transaction, which Jessica, maybe you can speak to this. I'm, do most people come into it with an attorney and an insurance guy and a CPA already on board or, or, or is that kind of forming through the purchase process? I think it forms through the purchase process. I mean, a buyer's typically never bought a business before. Okay. Um, and so really, if they have someone for personal needs, it might not be the right person for the business needs. Um, but we ask who your accountant is, who your attorney is. And if they don't have one, we do recommend a few that they can interview themselves to find the right fit. That's awesome. Mike, did you, did you come to the table? Learned. Completely yeah, so prepared? that was me with the contract in place. Yeah. I said, hey, let's, we're closing in 15 days. Can you take a look at this for me? Um, <laughs> but I, I kind of, again, I slowly found this out through the process with Jessica. Um, and I could see now as we go look at other, pro- other businesses that having that team in place right away will make it so much more seamless. So that was a big lesson learned for us. Mike, what are what are some of the challenges you encountered during this process and what did you learn from well, those? I think one of the things typically, you know, in the a restaurant, you're buying from a founder, you're buying from a baby, you're buying from kind of an owner operator mm-hmm. who probably glued and taped and built this thing from yeah. scratch. Um, so due diligence is very different than buying like a large established corporation. Um, most likely they've kind of been doing the books themselves. It, it, yep. it takes a lot of digging. So they're, we, they're, they're more were, self-employed than business exactly. owners for the most part. And, that, and then one of the things we were looking for was a business that we could take from kind of, I probably couldn't do what they did, but I think I can do what they couldn't. So we could take it from something that they built over the course of four years to something that we can build out and replicate into other locations. Um, so you just have to know that the clarity of information, it's not necessarily that they're hiding information or there's bad information. It's just hard to put together when you've kind of been running it, um, kind of, and you know, as you go for so long. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, t- Mike, could you speak to the timeline, you know, from the, t- so you said the 15 days before you called your attorney, but how far in advance, yeah, right. <laughs> um, you, you know, from the, what was the point that you and your wife said, Hey, we want to do something like this to close. How, how long did that take? Uh, it was probably six months in this case, okay. From okay. kind of the initial idea, initial conversation with Jessica to close. Um, most of that was kind of back and forth with us. And then once we had the contract signed, it was about 90 days, maybe less than that. Um, but um, it was, that, that point, it was pretty smooth. Jessica, is that pretty typical for a time frame that our listeners can expect? Yeah, I think people need to weed out or learn through the process. You might not buy the first business that you're going to look at. You might buy the third or fourth because the whole time you're learning about the process or about what you like about this business or what you don't like about this business. Once you put something under contract, it typically typically takes 60 to 90 days to get it closed. Um, One, you need due diligence. So 15 to 30 days due diligence. Then you work on a purchase agreement and you're working with bankers, you're working with the landlord. So you're working to, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a lot shorter than I thought it was gonna be, to be honest. I mean, I I started our agency from scratch, um, but I have no idea of what it would take to acquire another agency or what that timeframe is. So that's a lot shorter than what I was thinking. Yeah, I think I, I was, um, I, I kind of went in thinking it's, this is going to take forever. Right. I mean, a house is one thing, but like I said, the, a business is completely different. You've got the employees, you've got the attorneys involved who have spent a lot of time going back and forth over the assets and the value of the assets. And there's a lot of things that I didn't know had to be done in the, just from that kind of the signed contract to the closing process. So I was impressed with how quickly it went along. Um, and next thing I know, we were sitting in, sitting in the restaurant handing it over. 
And, and Mike, on your end, did you end up just staying with the same insurance provider that they had, or did you go with your own? We did actually. And that's a, another lesson learned yep. as kind of one of those things that we go along and put the process together. And then somebody asked me about insurance and I said, Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. another that, thing we have to do. And I've you know, been in the real estate side and didn't realize the different types of insurance you need to run yep. a business. Um, so we, we, you know, within, this was probably a week before we closed or two weeks before we closed. I just, you know, got the information from them and said, okay, can you write this up in my name? Just so I have an idea of what I need yeah. and what it would cost. Um, lesson learned that I think, you know, now that I know the different types of insurance you need, we're going to package things together because I end up with a little bit of a sporadic insurance profile. Yep. Yeah. And that's my recommendation as a licensed, licensed insurance counselor to all listeners is have a new set of eyes, look at it. Even if you want to stay with the same guy because maybe there's a relationship there that you want to maintain or whatever the story is, at least bring somebody in with a fresh set of eyes that can say, you know, you're, this is really underinsured. Or, Do you know they don't have any workers' comp insurance and you have 20 employees and, and all those big red flags that make you kind of reanalyze your risk and what you should be covering and not covering? So, David, what do buyers need to be looking out for from a legal standpoint? Well, I think they need to be looking out for everything. You know, they're going to be buying a business that they haven't been involved in for a lot of years. So they need to, in that due diligence phase, hire their uh, accountant to, to look through the, the numbers, the, go, go over the insurance policies with their insurance agent, really dig in and find out what has happened in this business. And, and one of the big things I want to look for is, have they been paying their taxes? Yeah. So I can't tell you how often that we've gotten into business and, and we realize Taxes haven't been paid, and that can follow. Even if you're just buying the assets and you're not acquiring liabilities, the tax burden wow. can follow I didn't the know buyer. That. That's great value added. I had yeah, no idea. Um, what kind of mistakes do you see people make throughout that process, aside from not getting you involved early? Uh, you know, there's, there's uh, a lot of mistakes are just unique. They're going to be one-off type yeah. of things. But, but that tax one, I can't tell you enough. You know, there's certain taxes. It's the state sales use and withholding taxes. If you're not going to get a tax clearance before you buy that business, as a buyer, you're, you could be on the hook yeah. for the sales taxes, the use taxes, and the withholding taxes. So you want to make sure you get a tax clearance before you close. That could be a big deal down the road yeah. for sure. The importance of the attorney and the insurance agent and, and the CPA. Because um, I assume that if you're doing an asset transfer, you're strictly buying the assets. You don't have to do, deal with any liabilities or anything. I think most people company. would assume that. And yeah. that was a big yeah. lesson learned for me too. I mean, we were safe. It was all cleared. But that was something I didn't even, I wouldn't have even thought of if we didn't have the right attorney involved. Yeah. I, I had a client who bought uh, a restaurant and uh, afterwards, you know, he bought the assets. And I wasn't involved in that process, but a year later he got a bill from the state for about $120,000 saying, Hey, you owe the seller's taxes. We got involved. We were able to whittle that down substantially, but it's a very real possibility. It happens for sure. I could could absolutely sink your business. I imagine. Um, all right. So, you know, David, you reached out to me, um, about obtaining a bond for a buyer. Yeah, I, I think actually I was asking about insurance, uh, representation yeah. and warranty insurance. Yeah, so it's, it, it's it kind of acts like it kind of functions like a bond essentially. Okay. It requires your triggering event and then. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we uh, had a transaction with a highly regulated company, and the uh, representations and warranties covered about twenty pages of the contract. Wow. So we wanted to make sure if we're going to make these representations and warranties, we wanted to see if there was an insurance product available to protect my client. Yeah. So that's why I reached out to you, and to I guess that's those. what triggered this. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's why we're doing the show today. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's something that made me dig really deep in, into policies. I I was aware of it, but I never really shopped it or looked at the applications because, uh, 
no one involves the insurance guy, frankly. It's like I'm like the last one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need that. I need that thing. Yeah. yeah that insurance thing. That's really important. Uh, well, if you're thinking about buying a business, um, it's a great way to grow your business in a short amount of time. It's also a great way to get into business without having to do all the things that Mike talked about of building it from scratch and having your kids work in the business just to make ends meet and all that fun stuff. And so if you're looking at buying a business, we have some great experts here. Jessica, how can they connect with you? So I'm here local in Lansing. Um, my number is 517-492-0039. And I look forward to hearing from you if I can be of assistance. A- any social media or email that they could reach Trans out? Transworld Business Advisors of Lansing. We have a Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn, Jessica Starks. Um, so those would yep. be some ways. LinkedIn, Jessica Starks with Transworld. David, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I'm in East Lansing. Uh, my office is in the Horizon Bank building. My phone number is 517-333-5789. And we're online at bosenbrook.com. That's B-O-S-S-E-N-B-R-O-O-K.com. So just like it sounds. Yeah. And Mike, we just talked for 15 minutes about your business. Where is this restaurant located and how can we eat your food? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone visit uh, For Crepes Sake is the name of the restaurant. Oh, it's in it. downtown Lansing, uh, not too far from where we are right now, 221 South Washington Square. You can visit at forcrepesake.com and come in anytime. That's phenomenal. Eric, how can they connect with you? You can find me on Instagram at Eric Farm Bureau. You can also find me on Facebook, Eric Stephen Gestering. And obviously like and follow the Mardigan Agency on Instagram and Facebook, please. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Luke Mardigan, and you've listened to Be Insured. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.